Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson where we're going to talk about books. Books are valuable tools when you are learning a language. I know that not everyone loves reading but some people really like reading and reading when you're learning a language like English can be a very powerful thing to do. I always think that reading is one of the best ways to learn new words and it's one of the best ways to learn the English language because you can do it at your own pace. When you're reading, you can read slowly or you can read quickly and you can easily reread things. So, today's English lesson is going to be about books. I personally love books. So, I hope that you enjoy this English lesson about books. Before we get started, just a few things. I wanna do an audio check again. I saw in the chat someone said the audio was good and it does sound great. I wanna say hi to Julia and Gertrudis and Lolly Lolly and Leonardo and Junio and Julia and Chiara and Rachel Ting and Mode Eggs and Corey J and Rod the Brazilian English teacher and Anita, Dave and Todd are of, are of course here as well. I saw Brett here, American English with this guy earlier. He's probably still around before he starts work today. Although, I think he mentioned he's working from home. Maybe he got sent home like I did. Uh, Key Park is here. Um, I think I said Julia Olise and Lolly Lolly and SEO Woo but maybe not. Anyways, welcome to all of the people who are here watching. Remember, please use this um please use the chat wherever the chat is for English conversations between each other. If you have a question about the topic books, please use the form that will be linked in the chat to ask it. Don't ask the question directly in the chat. Things get a little too crazy for me to hear things over there. Just to be sure, I'm going to do one more audio check. It sounds like everything's good and we can get this lesson started. So, you might think a topic like books that there wouldn't be a lot for me to teach but I was surprised. I was pleasantly surprised at the number of vocabulary words and phrases that I will be mentioning this morning. When you talk about books, there are a lot of things to mention. Hey, I see Lita Gomez says, hello, Bob. My first class with you. Well, welcome to the live lesson, Lita. That's very cool. Um let's see here. Um, just reading through some of the chat. Brent says, yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, my daughter, my son and myself have all been sent home to different schools. Yeah, that's my situation as well. I teach, I'm teaching from home although it's spring break for me next week. So, I don't have to teach. I can just relax. Hey, a person who writes books is called an author. A general term for someone who writes is to call them a writer but specifically, if you write books, we would call you an author. Um some people are aspiring authors. When you say someone is an aspiring author, it means they're doing a lot of writing. They might have even written a book and they're trying to get the book published but an author is someone who has written books and has published those books and has sold those books. An author is someone who writes books. Um some of you might be authors. Some of you might be aspiring authors. Again, an aspiring author is a person who um aspires to be an author. They would like to be an author someday. So, they are actively writing a book. Um as opposed to someone who would be an established author. An established author would be someone who has written many books and has them all for sale on Amazon and in various bookstores. If you are someone who draws, 
especially for children's books, we would call you an illustrator. So, when I read children's books to my kids when they were younger, they were often illustrated and then on the front cover of the book, it would say written by and then a name and then illustrated by and the name of the illustrator. So, the author is the person who writes the books. The illustrator is the person who does all of the artwork, all of the drawings, all of the sketches that you would find in the book. So, when did this all start? Well, a long time ago and I don't know the history of this, someone invented the printing press. The printing press did not immediately give rise to books. When something gives rise to something else, it means it allows it to start happening. Um the internet gave rise to social media whether that's good or bad. The printing press eventually gave rise to books but initially the printing press was used to just print single sheets of paper or pamphlets until someone discovered how to bind the pages together into what we would call a book. So, we have the printing press to print the actual words on the page and then someone would bind the book together. There would be book binding that attached all the pages together until you had an actual book. Now, Bob the Canadian doesn't know the detailed history of how books were invented. So, if there was a slightly different route, please let me know but that is my understanding of how we eventually got books. The back of the book is called the spine. So, when you go to a library or a bookstore, often the books are on a shelf so you can see the front cover or they might be on the shelf so you can see the spine. The title and author of the book are usually on the spine of the book and this is the same word we use for humans, right? Your back has a spine in it. That's what holds you up. Now, interestingly enough, I have occasionally heard the word spline with an L in it to refer to the back of a book. I use the word spine and when I did some research, it sounds like most of the English speaking world refers to the back of the book with the word spl- uh, spine but spline is something you might find in older writing. So, but spine is definitely how I refer to it. Not every book has this um but most books, especially books that you would read for research will have a table of contents. This is a list of all of the chapters in the book with the page number where you will find it. Um a novel, so a story that you read might not have It'll have a list of all the chapters at the beginning but it might not be called the table of contents. Novels generally just have a list of chapters at the beginning. You could call it the table of contents if you wanted to. Uh let's see here. Um books definitely if they are larger books have chapters. A chapter is kind of if you are reading a book that is a long story, a chapter is part of that story. It's an easy way to remember where you are in the book. If you're reading a book, you might have trouble remembering how far you've read but if you can remember that you've read chapter two or chapter three or chapter four, that sometimes makes it easier. So, a chapter is a part of a book in numerical order that you could use to know where you are in the book. At the back of a book and not every book has this, there might be something called a glossary. 
If you are reading a technical book, if you are reading an instructional book, if you are reading a book where there will be lots of new words, even as an English speaker, I read books sometimes where there are a lot of new words. The back might have a glossary which is kind of like a small dictionary with only words in it that relate to the book that I'm reading. So, sometimes a book at the back will have a glossary. Um almost all the books that I use in French class have a nice glossary at the end of terms that students can learn when they're reading the book. En français, on dit lexique, je pense, um but glossary. Um there's a couple kinds of books from a physical description. There are hardcover books. These are books where the cover is quite hard and durable. You can see that these books have a thick cover. So, the cover is still made out of paper or cardboard but it's thicker than all the other pages in the book and it's very, very durable um which is why we call it a hardcover. Most books in our libraries are hardcover. Usually, when a book comes out, it comes out as a hardcover initially and then eventually, it comes out as a softcover or paperback which is usually a little bit cheaper. Um so, a softcover book, you can bend the cover. It's a lot softer and more pliable. That means you can bend it. So, a hardcover book is hard. It does not bend. A softcover book is a little more um pliable and bendable. Um I prefer reading softcover books because they're lighter. <laughs> hardcover books are usually bigger and they're just heavier whereas softcover books are usually a little bit lighter. And then paperback usually refers to a smaller book as well. So, a softcover book can be any size but for me when I think of the word paperback, I think of a smaller book, okay? So, paperback paperback writer. Is that the song by the Beatles? Someone let me know in the chat. I'm pretty sure it is. Um of course, nowadays, many people have an e-reader and they use the e-reader to buy ebooks. You can also check ebooks out from the library but an e-reader is a device that you can put digital books on. You can put ebooks onto your e-reader and then you can read them. I have an e-reader. It's called a Kindle. Um I like it. I think I prefer reading an actual book but it's actually a lot easier for me to get books on my e-reader now. To when I go to the library, sometimes the book I want isn't there but with my e-reader, I can check books out online and usually, I can get a copy of the book to read. So, I really enjoy my e-reader. It's quite handy um and quite useful for me. Uh although mine does not have a light. So, I have to have a light on when I'm reading on my e-reader. And then, of course, there are audiobooks. I do not listen to audiobooks very often in English. I do listen to audiobooks in French. In fact, here's a really good technique for you to use. If there is a book that you have read in your own language, I highly recommend that you get the audiobook of the English version if it's available. So, if you've already read the book in your own language, listening to the audiobook of the same book in English can be very, very helpful. Um 
I just find that it's a useful very very useful thing to do. Hey, let's jump over to some questions. I just wanna skim through the chat for a sec. Rod saying, although we have ebooks now, the hustling sound of hard copy book is irreplaceable for me. Yes, rustling. The rustling sound of the book is interesting. The the feel of the paper is very, very nice. Um, let's see here. Let me get to the first question. Um, first question is from Yo-Yo from Taiwan. Yo-Yo says, hi, teacher Bob. Do you read the ebooks? Do you read ebooks or buy books in a bookstore? Thank you in advance and I wish you have a great weekend. So, Yo-Yo, I used to buy books when I was younger and as many of you know, I don't like spending money. Um so, eventually, I stopped buying actual books and I started buying ebooks. So, an ebook is usually about half the price. It's cheaper to buy the ebook and because I read a lot of science fiction and fantasy books, I can't always find them in the library. So, I do buy books. I read them on my e-reader um and I have a monthly budget. I'm allowed to buy one book per month and no more. <laughs> Otherwise, it would get a little bit crazy. Let's see here. Next question from Ruslan. Hi, dear teacher Bob. How are you today? Sir, do you think ebooks? I'm good by the way. Do you think ebooks will entirely replace ordinary ones eventually or they will always have devoted fans? I think there will always be a place for real books. I still like going to the library and I like going to the bookstore and I like browsing. Browsing is when you look at a variety of things when you're deciding to buy something. Browsing for books in a bookstore is a very peaceful thing for me to do. So, I certainly hope that bookstores continue to exist although I just said I buy mostly ebooks. So, I'm not doing what I should be doing to help bookstores survive. Bookstores, I think eventually might disappear and then it'll be hard to find books. Uh let's see here. Uh SL Lanka says, hi, Bob. What's the first book you ever remember reading? What's your all-time favorite book character? I've read seven habit of habits of highly effective people. It's changed my life. So, the first book I remember reading. Hmm, that's interesting. Well, I read all the Hardy Boys books and they that's a a series of books about two brothers who investigate things but before that, I remember reading a lot of books by Dr. Seuss, Bill Peet. Um there are a number of different books I kind of remember as a child um but I think when I started reading longer books, when I started reading novellas or novels, uh I really enjoyed um any book that was about space um or space travel. Those were my favorite books. Favorite character is still Ender from Ender's Game by Orson Scott Card and I don't actually read a lot of self-help books or biographies or autobiographies. I'll talk about those words in a sec. So, generally, I read fiction. Um next question from Mode. Hi, Mr. Bob. On average, how much time do you spend reading each day a week and do you prefer physical books, ebooks or audiobooks? Thank you very much. I spend about an hour a day reading. Probably not all in one shot. That means I don't do it all at once. I usually read a little bit after lunch and I usually read before I go to sleep. Um I read in English. I read in French. Right now, I'm reading an English book uh called Words of Radiance. It's from the Way of Kings series. I'll show you a picture of that series in a little bit. Um and I think I prefer real books but I mostly read ebooks because they're cheaper. 
That's what I would say. Uh let's see here. Yaroslav says, hi, dear teacher Bob. It is not easy. It is not so easy for me to read a whole book in English. Could you please recommend something to read for pleasure? Could have fixed that a little bit. Thanks. Stay healthy. Um it depends on your level um and it depends what you are interested in. If you really like mysteries, I would find one of the best-selling mystery books. If you really like um a, a book uh like a crime drama, I would I would highly recommend like John Grisham or somebody like that. Um but it really depends on what you are already interested in. So, it's difficult to recommend books to people um when you don't know what their where their interests lie. Uh let's see here. Mike says, hi, Bob. Could you tell me the titles of books you had to go through with your students when you taught English at school and how analyses look like or what analyses look like? Sure, I can off the top of my head tell you that we read um The Pearl by John Steinbeck in our English classes. We read a book called The Outsiders by S.E. Hinton. I wouldn't recommend that for English learners though because it's kind of it's very old. Um it's a very interesting story but it's a very old book. Um and then mostly we read a lot of Canadian novels and I couldn't necessarily recommend those for learning English um but I will do that. I'll put together a list. I did a video once uh recommending some books like The Life of Pi is a very good book as well um and a good movie to watch after you're done reading the book but yes, I will I will do that. Natalia says, hello, Bob. In your opinion, how many people read books in foreign languages just for fun? Have a good day. So, if I look at all the people I know in my life, not very many people read books in foreign languages. My mom will occasionally read a book in Dutch because she came from Holland when she was a kid but um I read in French but I don't know very many people that um read books in other languages. Um I think it's rare for people to do that especially in Canada um because most people only speak English or French um and don't always learn another language. I think it's more common in other countries around the world to learn a second or third language. It's not very common in Canada. Um most people speak either English or French and then possibly learn a little bit of the other language, okay? And that's about it. Uh let's see here. Um Mary Kay says, hi, teacher Bob. Do you like reading any thriller or horror books? I don't like reading horror books. I don't like books that are scary. Um and then thriller books are similar. Um I do like a good story. I don't mind if the science fiction books that I read are a little bit scary but I do not seek out and read books that are considered horror novels or horror books. I'm just not interested in being scared at night before I go to bed. Hey, let's get back to the lesson everybody. We had just talked about audiobook. So, someone who really likes to read, we would refer to them as an avid reader. When you use the word avid in English, before an activity, it means the person really likes doing it. I am an avid reader. That means that I always have a book on the go. I always have a book that I'm reading. I am definitely an avid reader. One of the reasons I'm an avid reader is because my mom was a librarian and it was very common for us to go to the library every week when I was a kid to check out books. 
So, I became an avid reader and all of my brothers and sisters are avid readers as well. I think for the same reason. In fact, they a couple of them can read faster than I can. Uh, my older brother in particular is a very fast reader. He's not a speed reader. He's definitely a fast reader though. We'll talk about speed reading in a bit. And I've used this phrase a couple times and it came up even in one or two questions. Um when someone likes to read, we say they are reading for pleasure. There are many different reasons to read. You might be reading because you're doing research. You might be reading because you have to read for work. Maybe it's your job to read technical manuals but when you are home on the weekend or at night and you read because you like it, we say that you are reading for pleasure. So, an avid reader is definitely someone who will be reading for pleasure, okay? And this isn't necessarily a nice term but someone who reads a lot of books, we will sometimes call them a bookworm. So, like I said, it's not positive but it's not necessarily derogatory. Like, it's not an insult but sometimes people will say, oh, my nephew, he's a real bookworm. He's always got his nose in a book. I don't think I have a slide for that one. A bookworm is someone who always has their nose in a book. Okay? So, that's a phrase we use as well. I should have made a slide for it. And primarily, I would use this word to refer to a child. Like, I might say, oh, my nephew is a bookworm. He always has his nose in a book. So, again, it can be used in a negative sense. Like, ah, he's such a bookworm. He's always got his nose in a book. Like, my tone changed there and I started to use it in a negative way. So, be careful with bookworm. Someone who likes books not necessarily for reading but because of their value might be a book collector, okay? So, sometimes people just like collecting books. People like collecting all kinds of things in life and some people are book collectors. They might read the books they buy but they might also just buy the books because they are rare. So, a book collector might be looking for rare books. Rare books are usually really old books where only a few were published. When when they were published, maybe they published a hundred and eighty of them have disappeared over time and there's only a few left in the world. We would call those rare books. So, some of the first books ever printed, if you have a copy up in your attic, uh that rare book might be worth a lot of money. You should go find it and see if it is. Um and then a book collector will have a book collection. Someone who reads a lot of books might have a book collection. I have a pretty large book collection. Um it's not on bookshelves. It's actually in my basement in boxes. I should donate them to a secondhand store um or to a used bookstore at some point in the future. Um that would be better because then other people could enjoy reading them. But anyone who has um a number of books in their house, like a lot of books in their house, we would say they have a book collection. Oh, come and see my book collection. It's rather large. It's over here in boxes. Um books go on bookshelves. So, this is a bookshelf. Any shelf that you put books on is immediately a bookshelf. So, if you have a shelf and it has odds and ends on it and you take them off and you put books on it, it is now a bookshelf. Um so, a bookshelf again is a place in your house 
um where you can keep books. Maybe your book collection is on bookshelves. There's a lot more shelves in this picture. Um but a bookshelf is a place where you can keep books. Bookends are things that are somewhat heavy that you can put on each side of a row of books to hold them up. You can see these bookends are in the shape of little dogs, little terriers I think they are. They might be Scottish terriers. But a bookend is usually a pair of really heavy things. So, when you put your books on a bookshelf to stop them from falling over, you would put bookends at each end. So, these are bookends. If you want to remember where you left off in a book, if you want to remember how far you've read in a book, let me use the first phrasal verb again. Um a bookmark is a great thing to use so you remember where you left off in a book. It's good because it lets you know what page you were on when you stopped reading the previous time you were reading. So, it's good to have a bookmark. Um some people dog ear. This is this book is dog eared. Some people fold the pages down. I don't do that. I don't like it when people dog ear a book when they put dog ears but this book is dog eared. Someone folded the page down so they could remember what page they were on. I prefer to use a bookmark or I try to memorize what page I'm on and then I usually forget. (laughs) So, sometimes I end up searching through the book to try and figure out what page I'm on Um, but I do have a few bookmarks around the house um, that I should use. I just have to find them back. Um I wear reading glasses. I used to wear reading glasses when I did my live streams but I don't seem to need them with this computer I'm using now. I moved my computer closer. So, these are glasses that I wear when I read a book. If I don't wear my reading glasses, um everything's blurry. I can't see the words. So, reading glasses, um it's simply a pair of glasses that you use in order to be able to read a book. As people get older, if they don't wear glasses for other reasons, eventually most people end up wearing um reading glasses at some point uh so they can read books. I started wearing reading glasses about five or six years ago actually. Um sometimes people want to read at night uh and in order to read at night, you might need a reading lamp or a reading light or a book light. Um so, also book light can be one word or two words. So, it can be book light or book light as two words. Um but there are a variety of reading lamps or reading lights or book lights that you could use. Um I want to buy an e-reader that has a light built in but I'm not doing that yet because my old e-reader still works fine. Um I'm not looking I don't wanna spend the money on a new one yet. So, but if you read at night, you might have a reading lamp, a reading light or a book light so that you can see what you are reading. If you go to the library, you will have a library card. A library card is a small card you carry in your wallet. It will have your library number on it as um someone who uses the library. You will have a number and you will need to bring your library card when you go to the library if you want to check out books. So, a few things about the library card. One is in Canada, I can use my library card to take out books for myself and for my children. My children don't need library cards. I think 
they don't need one till they're 11 or 12 years old. So, as a parent, I can take out books for my kids as well with my library card. Jen and I both have library cards. And then one other thing in Canada, a library card is free. It doesn't cost money and using the library is free. There is no cost to using the library unless you bring a book back late and then you have to pay a late fee or a late charge. You don't want your book to be overdue. When we check out a book from the library, we can have it for two weeks and if we don't bring it back, it's overdue and then we have to pay a fine. So, we have to pay a fine because the book is overdue. So, we try to always bring our books back on time. But again, it's free to get a library card. It might cost money to replace it if you lose it but it's free to get a library card and it is free to use the library. In Canada, almost every town and city has a library. There are my library card lets me use four different libraries, okay? I can use the four closest libraries to my house. I'm allowed to go to. The only problem I have is the libraries that are close to me don't have the kinds of books that I like to read. So, that's a little bit sad. Um let me see here. If you don't want to check a book out from the library, you can go to a bookstore. So, bookstores are large stores. We sometimes call them bookshops and by the way, these words can be two words or one word. So, bookstore or bookstore bookshop or bookshop um and it's just a place where you can go to buy books. Um I used to really like going to the used bookstore. There was a used bookstore uh, um close to where I lived um when I lived in Quebec and the used bookstore was a great place to go because I could buy books for really really cheap. I really like going to the used bookstore. Hey Let's look at a few questions again and let me just make a small change here. We're gonna go to members only chat mode. So, give me one moment to set that up. I do wanna say hi to the 425 people who are watching. If you're wondering what's happening right now, people who are members of the channel for about 10 minutes can ask questions directly in the chat and I will answer them. While they are doing that, I will continue to answer questions from the forum. Let's see here. Next is from Fox. The Soviet writer P.A. Pavlenko said, a book is a collective experience. Anyone who has read two dozen great books has lived two dozen great lives. Do you agree? Yes. I think one of the coolest things, Fox, about reading books is that you get to see another person's perspective on life. You get to walk in their shoes for a little bit. You get to experience someone's life even if it's just a character in a book. You get to experience someone else's life for a little bit of time and that to me is very, very cool and valuable and entertaining. Uh let's see here. Um Katerina says, hello dear teacher Bob. I think you're in good warm spring mood. I am, yes. Do you no more sweaters. I can just wear short sleeves. (laughs) Do you want to try to be an author of your own book? Maybe I'll find your book on the shop shelves. I do. I think at some point I mentioned this um probably half a year ago that I am interested at some point in doing a bit more writing. Um I don't know what that will look like yet. Um in the past, I have done some writing um but I don't I'm an aspiring author. So, we'll see. It all depends on how much time I have. Let me jump to the members uh questions. Let's see here. Rod's having a conversation with Mode Eggs. Very cool. 
Let's see here. Key Park. I like reading ebooks. Sorry, Maria C is talking to Fabio. Okay, gotcha. Uh, I'm not Italian, but my grandmother was, and I have Italian citizenship. That's very cool. Key Park. I like reading ebooks, especially in the train or plane, and I like listening to audiobooks when I'm running or walking. Yes, that makes sense. I would definitely, when I'm on the train or when I'm on a plane, I do like um, reading a book. It it helps to pass the time. Corey J. May I ask you, Bob, which was the best book you've ever read? I I say this a lot, but I really like The Martian uh, by Andy Weir. And I really liked Ender's Game by Orson Scott Card. Both are science fiction books though. They take place in the future and a little bit about space. Um so, they're an acquired taste but I do really like them. Let's see here. Um Mode Eggs. Regardless of the language I'm reading in, when I read a book by an author for the first time, sometimes it takes a little bit to accustom myself to his way of writing, storytelling and conveying ideas. Everyone has their own writing style. So, that's how we refer to it in English. Some authors have a very straightforward and easy to understand writing style and some have a little bit of flair to their writing. It's a little more complex. So, I totally understand that mode eggs. That is how it is sometimes. Hey, NTM Takahashi has become a member. Thank you so much for becoming a member. That is awesome. Anita says, dear Bob, is the bookstore, is bookstore same meaning as a nerd? No, bookworm. A bookworm and maybe nerd could be used in a similar way. Yes, bookworm. Um let me see here. Samuel Chen. Hi, teacher Bob. I often go to the community library near my apartment and borrow a book or two. It's a large room actually. It's not fancy but a very quiet place. I love the library too. You know, no matter how big or small a library is, Um even a small library has a few hundred books. So, there's always probably something you can find there. Um and just walking into any room that has a lot of books in it is just a fun thing to do. So, Samuel Chen, I totally agree um that the library is a fun place to be. Vladimir, hello, Mr. Bob and hello, everyone. Mr. Bob, did you read The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? So, there's an author named Douglas Adams who wrote a book called The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and a number of sequels. Uh, so long and thanks for all the fish and there's a there's a few other ones. Um I've read all of them uh Vladimir. I found I found them to be hilarious. They are very very funny. It's a combination of science fiction and just a really well written funny book. So, Douglas Adams, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Maria C. Hi, Bob. How are you? Is it a good idea to look up all the words you don't know in a dictionary when you read a book when learning new vocabulary? Or is it better to grasp the general meaning? So, this is what I recommend to people. When you start reading a book, um look up a lot of words when you start reading it um and hopefully you learn enough words in the first chapter or two to understand what's happening in the story and try then to look up less. There are other techniques as well. Some people look up all the words in one chapter and then read the next chapter without looking up any words and just try really hard to understand it. So, do a variation but certainly don't try to look up every single word if it's more than five words per page, okay? Because it can really slow you down and then you won't enjoy the book as much. Mode Eggs is saying, glad to hear. Oh, talking to Rod. Yes, Rod is surrounded by good people. It's fun talking to Rod and hearing about his family. Lolly Lolly, it may sound strange but I like to read English grammar books. I love grammar. You know, there's something cool about 
any kind of book where someone has put knowledge down on paper for someone else to read. Let's see. Mr. Bob. This is from Rod the Brazilian English teacher. Mr. Bob, did you read The Alchemist from the Brazilian author Paulo Colo? Please stay safe. I have not. I will add it to my reading list. I've heard of it but I have not read it. Modags. Isn't The Martian a movie? There's a book too. Yes, it was originally a book and it's now a movie. Um let's see here. Xiao Wu. I love storytelling of tales. True storytelling is the telling of life, isn't it? It is and good stories are just fun to read and definitely fun to listen to. Uh Madi is here. Hi, Madi. Um hi, Bob. How about your kids? Do they like to read your books or they have a different mood for reading? They definitely like reading books. They don't read the same books as me right now. So, um my children have a love of reading. They are definitely avid readers especially when they have time off from school and if the weather is bad. If we're stuck inside because it's raining, then they will definitely do a lot of reading. Let's see here. Um NTM says, thanks. I've watched this channel for one year. That's awesome. Thank you so much uh Takahashi for doing that. Hopefully, you've learned a lot. Modags. I love reading because I have one life and only reading makes me live more than once in a lifetime. How accurate do you think this saying is? Very accurate modags. Very accurate. Um there's just something fun about reading a book uh, especially if it's a book that takes place in another country. Even if it's made up, even if it's fictional, it's fun to experience that. Julia Olis, dear teacher, could you please explain the difference between flaw, lack and shortage? Maybe it's not about the topic but it's from my reading. A flaw is something that's it's the opposite of perfect. So, a perfect person has no flaws but most people have some flaws. So, there's something that's not perfect about them. Uh a shortage just means there isn't enough of something and you would describe that as saying there's a lack of it. So, there is a shortage of vaccines in many countries in the world including Canada. You could say there is a lack of vaccines. Lolly lolly, when I feel a little bit blue, I go to a bookstore not a bakery. That's probably a good idea. Um you shouldn't eat a lot when you're feeling sad. You should definitely go to a bookstore. Corey J says, I would think The Alchemist is a classic now such as The Little Prince. I should definitely read that book. Um and Vladimir says, the meaning of life is 42. That's a little bit of a spoiler from uh The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Well, not really a spoiler. Um let's see here. Eugene says, my daughter is an avid reader. She got three diplomas from U of T in four years. Psychology, sociology and French. She read around 70 books every year. Chinese, French, Japanese and English. That is awesome, Eugene. Very, very cool. Uh Gertrudis says, I love reading historical books. It is the best way to understand a lot of actual things in the world. Yes, I would 100% agree. I think as I get older, I will definitely read a lot more uh history books, uh historical books. Uh let's see here. S. Wu says, I was hooked on comic books. It made me laugh. I think I forgot to put comic books in my slides. So, I should have done that. Hey, I'm gonna flip back to, give me one second here. I'm gonna turn off members only chat and we're gonna head back to the lesson in just one moment. Let me do one more question from Potato. Hi, Mr. Bob. I hope your day is great. Today, my question is, how much do you read every day? Thanks in advance. So, if I have a good book, if I'm into a certain book, I will read every day for about an hour and on the weekends even more. Sometimes though, I don't have a good book, okay? And then, it's harder to read every day. Sometimes, I'm 
looking for a book. So, it takes a while sometimes to find a good book. Um let's do one more question and we'll get back to the lesson. Next question is not about books. So, I'm gonna skip it. Um uh, let's see here. Next question is not about books. So, I'm gonna skip it. Uh let's see here. Dimitri says, hello, fantastic, Mr. Bob. Do you have a term desk book? No. In my country, we use this term to describe a book you read again and again and can't get enough of it. Thanks. No, we would just say that you have a favorite or you have a favorite book or a book that's near and dear to you. We don't have the term desk book but that's a cool way to refer to it. I like that term. We should start using that in English. Um where were we here? Here we go. So, we had just talked about bookstore and bookshop. There are also online bookstores. An online bookstore is obviously a place where you go to buy the digital version of the book or the ebook or you can order the soft cover or hardcover version of the book and it will be delivered to your house. So, you would choose between do you want to buy the e-reader version and then get it instantly. So, you as soon as you click pay within seconds, it's on your e-reader or do you want to buy the actual book? Um so, I've been using that term a lot. Ebook and actual book. Um the real book, the actual book, the uh paperback or soft cover book. Um sometimes I'm tempted to just buy the real book to buy the actual book but usually I end up clicking and buying the ebook again because it's cheaper. Um this is the book series that I'm currently reading. This is a book series by Brandon Sanderson called The Way of Kings. Um so, oh, sorry, The Stormlight Archive is the name of the series. The first book is called The Way of Kings. I'm actually on the second book in the series right now. This is a fantasy book about a group of uh princes and kings who are fighting a long battle against um another force. There's lots of magic. There's lots of strange and interesting creatures in the book but this is a novel. A novel is a book that's written that is a story. It can be either real or or it could be either fiction or non-fiction um but a novel is a story that you read about someone else's life. Um most of the books I read are novels and I'm just gonna go through a few types of books. I don't have every type of book on my list today but we'll go through a few types of books. Um there are classics in the world. Um there are a lot of classics that are really really big and sometimes you will read an abridged version. When you read the abridged version of a book, it means another author or writer has created a shorter version of the book. If you're going to read some of the uh classics, they're quite big and some people will read an abridged version of the book instead. And then there are some books, I think I already mentioned this on the previous slide, that are called classics. So, a lot of books by Ernest Hemingway are classics. There are a lot of famous authors from other parts of the world that have written books that are considered classics, okay? Most of your countries will have books that are considered to be classics. Books that are just really well written. They're usually quite old and they represent your country really well um and most of the time classics have been translated into almost as many languages as you can think of. That's the true sign of a classic. It's an old book, a popular book 
and it's been translated into a number of languages so that everyone around the world can appreciate it. Um if I was to have a plan for reading, I would love to read a classic novel from every country um from the people that are on my list of uh, that watch my videos. That would be a lot of uh, books by the way. Um we have something called coffee table books. A coffee table book is usually mostly pictures. It's usually quite big and it's usually on someone's coffee table. So, this isn't like a desk book like what was mentioned earlier um but a coffee table book might be um we don't have any actually we do have a couple coffee table books and they're about flowers. So, a coffee table book again is it's usually quite big. It usually has more pictures than writing. Oh, thanks Jack for the super chat. That is awesome of you. Thank you so much for helping to support my channel. Um so, a coffee table book once again is a large book. They're nice to have on the table. They can be a conversation piece. So, if you have guests over, they might flip through the coffee table book while they're visiting and it might um help to um further the conversation. It might help you find something to talk about. Um again, there's fiction and nonfiction. So, a fiction book is not true. Fiction is the word we use to refer to stories that someone just dreamed up in their head. Um they're not lies but they are definitely made up. So, fiction is not true and this is where we get phrases like science fiction. This is stories about the future um and then generally there is um two different lists of bestsellers, fiction and nonfiction. So, fiction is not true. Stories made up just for people to enjoy reading. And then nonfiction would be anything that is true, factual, historical, based on real life would be nonfiction. So, I I haven't read this book but it looked really tasty on the front. Clean eating, the complete clean eating cookbook. I should buy that book. Let's see here. If a book is written by someone and they're remembering their life, it's called a memoir, okay? Often when someone is a leader of a country, after they are no longer the leader, they sometimes will write a book called a memoir and it's a book where they are remembering what has happened in a certain period of their life, okay? So, currently Barack Obama from the United States has a memoir out called A Promised Land and it's basically a book where he remembers things that happened in his life and writes about them. It has another name as well. We'll get to that in a minute. A biography is when someone writes a book about someone else, okay? So, this book is not written by Elon Musk but this book is about Elon Musk and is written by Ashley Vance. So, a biography is a book about a person, a real person. It is a nonfiction book. A biography is the story of that person's life or a part of their life. That would be a biography. An autobiography is the story of someone's life written by themselves. So, a memoir and an autobiography are very, very similar. This is Alex Trebek. He passed away last fall. He was one of my favorite people in the whole world on television. He was the host of a show called Jeopardy which is a quiz show. By the way, you should watch Jeopardy if you want to practice your English. It's a great show. 
Um Alex Trebek was the host of Jeopardy for many many years. Uh and uh a few years ago, he also had a book out um that he wrote called The Answer Is which is kind of a play on words because he was the host of a quiz show. So, Alex Trebek wrote an autobiography. That means it's the story about his life and he wrote it himself. I'd love to see in the chat if any of you watch Jeopardy. It's a great show. Um so, we talked about the Martian and in the chat, someone mentioned, I think it was Mode Eggs that mentioned that it was also a movie. Let me scroll back to see. Probably gonna be hard to find that. But um the Martian, the movie of the Martian is an adaptation of the novel. The movie is based on the novel. So, sometimes you will have a novel or a book and they will make a movie out of it and then you would say that the movie is an adaptation of the novel or you would say that the movie is based on the novel. Um people are always anxious to hear about new releases. A new release is a brand new book that's available to buy, okay? When I read books in a series, sometimes there are five books in the series but the author is working on book six and so I'm anxiously waiting for the new release. I'm waiting for the book to come out and for the book to be available for me to purchase. So, a new release is a book that has recently been published and that you are able to buy in a bookstore or online. Um right now, there is one series I'm reading um about a robot and I'm, I can't remember the name but I'm waiting for the next book in the series. Hopefully, there's a new release soon for that series. Here's the Martian again. You can see it says New York Times bestseller. So, a bestseller is a book that sells really well. A bestseller is a book that tons of people buy. Um the Martian obviously was a bestseller um and the New York Times and other newspapers will have a bestseller list. They will actually list which books are selling really well in bookstores and online. Um bestsellers are usually the best place to look if you are looking for a book to help practice your English. If you're looking for a book to read, I always recommend that you look at a bestseller list because some of those books are very very interesting. Also, there are two lists. There are the fiction bestsellers and there are the nonfiction bestsellers. So, you can kind of choose between the two and you should be able to find the bestseller list online somewhere. Speed reading. Speed reading is when someone reads a book really really quickly. I am not a speed reader. I read fairly quickly but I'm not a speed reader. A speed reader would read like this. Like they would just be they usually move their hand along the page and they can just read super super fast. I'm I'm not a speed reader. I wish I was. That would be really really handy but I am not a speed reader. Hey, I mentioned this a few times but sometimes a book uh is part of a series. So, The Lord of the Rings by J.R.R. Tolkien was a series of books. It was eventually adapted and made into a movie, okay? So, the movies, uh the Lord, the Fellowship of the Ring, The Two Towers and The Return of the King. I had to look at the title. Um are based on the novels. So, the movies are adapted from the novels. Uh but it is a series of books. So, basically, that means that um there's book one, book two, book three in the series and you can read all the books in the series. Um Modags asks, is speed reading the same as skimming? 
I don't think so, Mode. I think skimming is more when you try to quickly pick out parts. I think speed readers actually read every single word. So, I think it's slightly different but skimming is also a way to quickly read a book. Um if you buy uh books in a boxed set or box set, they look like this. They come in a nice little box. You don't need bookends if you have a box set. Um and I had to look up the term boxed set because I say box set but I think it's more common to say boxed set. I might just say it too quickly but you can buy books in a box set. You can also buy CDs and DVDs in box sets which means that it's the whole series in one nice little box which makes it really easy to put up on your shelf. Okay, so that is the end of the formal part of the lesson. I'm gonna spend some time right now answering questions. So, let me just uh, head over to the question sheet. While I'm doing that, I do want to thank the 435 people who are watching. Awesome that you are here. Let's see how many questions I have yet. I think I have quite a few but I think I have time to get through most of them. So, let's do that. Let's see. Joe says, I have a bookshelf filled with books but nowadays I buy ebooks. More ebooks are really book copies. Which one do you prefer? So, again, I prefer real books but I buy ebooks because they're cheaper. So, if I could, I would have real books for sure. Um hi, teacher Bob. This is from Naomi. What is your favorite book as a kid? So, what was your favorite book as a kid? Little fix there. Thank you in advance. That's really hard to say. I, this question came up earlier as well but I think I read so many books as a kid. I can't remember which was really my favorite. I do remember reading the Hardy Boy books. I do remember reading Asterix and Ublix books and Tintin books in English but thank you to everyone from uh uh Belgium and other French speaking countries for uh having such a great series of books. Um but yeah, hard to say Naomi because I read a lot. Maria says, hi Bob, how are you? I was wondering if you would write a book someday. Have a nice day. I think so, Maria although I don't want to promise anything because I don't know when I'll actually find the time to do it um but as time goes by, there are a few things I'd like to do and that is definitely one of them. Let's see. Eugene says, hi, Bob. Can you publish some of your teaching material to ebooks on Amazon or your website? We can easily read it. So, I thought about that, Eugene and I, I'm just not sure how to do that yet. I do um have a little bit of less of a teaching load next year. I'll have a little bit more time next fall to think about other things I could do and I might think through how to do that a little bit. Um Alina says, hi, teacher Bob. Do you have a book that you think every person should read? Have a great day. I think everyone should read at least one book from the most famous author in their country, okay? So, I've read a number of books from Canadian authors. Margaret Atwood, there's a number of different authors from Canada. I think it's important to read books from your own country. At least find the most famous author from your country and read it either in your own language or in English. If popular authors usually do have translations, that might be fun. Find a book by the most famous author in your country. Read it in the original and then read it in English as well. Um Cecilia, do you like reading book reviews? What do you think about book reviewers? Thank you. 
Um, somewhat, although it's not super important to me. I usually look at what is a bestseller and then I just think if everyone else likes it, it must be a good book. That's usually how I decide uh if a book is a good book. Let's see here. Next question is not about books but Mansoor says, hi dear teacher. I'm old here but this is my first question. Honestly, I don't wanna ask anything. I really want to thank you and I'd like to say that I love your lessons. Well, thank you Mansoor. I appreciate the supportive words and the kind words. Thank you very much. Uh Rebaz, what book has made the most impact on your personality and thinking? I don't know. I read a book by Malcolm Gladwell recently and it was I don't often read outside of um outside of science fiction um but it was a really good book called Outliers. Um it didn't change my life or anything like that but it was the first time I read a book that where I found it really interesting to read a nonfiction book. So, um I can't really say. Um probably the most impact was a book I read about how to eat healthy and I can't remember the name of the author um but definitely. Uh let's see here. Fyodor says, hello, Bob. Did you ever attempt to write short stories or novels when you were a child or teenager? What were they about? What genre were they in? What happened to them? I did a little bit of writing when I was younger. I think I still have those stories on a computer somewhere. I don't know. They were just little really short stories about people doing nice things. That's really what they were about. Um let's see here. Artur, what do you think about set books? Which books should be mandatory reading in school? So, Artur, I think what I would say about this is I think it's important to read some classic novels but I think it's more interesting to read things that are current. I think in schools, it should be a little bit of a mix of the two. You should be reading some books that are considered classics but you should also be reading some newer books um for sure. I like this question from John. John just says learning. I think John's saying learning is good and learning is awesome. Sorry, John if the form didn't work for you. Um Ty says, hi, Bob. I'm late. Sorry, no problem. Do you have a book collection? Have a great day. I do have a fairly big collection of science fiction and fantasy books although I think I did now that I think about it, I think I did give some away to one of my nephews and I should really give more of them away so other people can read them. They're just in boxes in my basement. Books shouldn't be in boxes in someone's basement. Uh let's see. Yeah, the next question is really not a good is not appropriate. We shall skip that one. Um let's see here. Next question from Owens. Hello, teacher Bob. Somewhere in the video, you say seek out a certain book. If I'm not mistaken, what is the difference between seek and to seek out? Thank you. So, when you are when you want to seek someone something out, you're just trying to find it. We don't use that word a lot. I might have used it in a video. Um but when you seek, it means you look for. When you seek out something, it's more specific about the thing like if like oh, I'm always looking for new books and I'm trying to seek out one by J.R.R. Tolkien. We wouldn't say that very often though. The word seek is fairly old and not used um not used very much at all. Let me see where I am everybody. Oh yeah, we're getting close. 
So Giovanni says, good morning, Mr. Mr. Bob. You shouldn't put an extra O in it, Giovanni, because it means something different. I can't say it out loud. So Mr. Bob, hope that everything is doing well or going well. Which way do you think funnier for studying a new language? Reading books or watching something? I think both are equally important and I think you need to do both. I think it's important to read and it's important to do listening practice. So, I won't say which is more fun. Um I think for me, I like reading in French. I like listening to music and I like watching French TV. So, for me, it's all enjoyable. Um but I think it's very important that you do all of those things for sure. Um the next question is not a question. It just says, hi, teacher, dear teacher Bob. I don't have a question. This is from Tehran from Armenia. I just want to say thank you for everything. People like you make the world happy and wonderful. Stay healthy and happy. Well, thanks, Tehran. I try my best to do that. Hey, it looks like we're ending at exactly one hour. Perfect timing. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for being here and learning a little bit more about books. Um I'm not sure how popular a topic it was but I love books. So, I do I as I said before, my plan for Friday mornings is to do all the topics no matter how popular they are or unpopular. So, I'm not sure what next week's topic is. I have to check my list but uh, I will see you next Friday with another lesson. Thanks to Todd and Dave for moderating. Thanks to all of my members who hang out and make the chat super kind uh to everyone else. Uh and just thanks to all my regulars. I do need to get going. I do have to work today. Even though I don't need to drive to work, I do have to teach from home. So, I need to get set up for that. So, again, just a real quick shout out to Marwanto and Key Park and Vladimir and Julia Olise. Thanks for being here. Rod, the Brazilian English teacher. Mode Eggs. Brent from American English with this guy. Um Corey J. SEO Wu. Lolly Lolly. As I'm scrolling back, Norma is here. Hi, Norma. Good to see you. Uh Gertrudis um and as I go back, I'm gonna start repeating names. Mode Eggs which I think I said already. NTM Takahashi is here as well. Good to see all of you. I saw Natalia Illusion was here. I know there are a bunch of regulars. Uh Cecilia, Marcelo, Tamer, Frida, uh Hiroyuki is here as well. Good to see all of these people. Katerina as well. Anyways, I'm gonna go. Um remember this video will come out in a couple of days. A shorter version with automatic subtitles. If you do need to rewatch parts of it, I recommend that you do. Uh and I will be doing a live lesson tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Open question. You can ask questions about anything you want. Uh anyways, I'm just gonna say bye to a few people. Bye Tony. Bye Samuel Chen. I think I missed your names. Um but I am going to click the end button and I'm going to say bye. Bye everybody. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash bobthecanadian.